What's up, everybody? This is Word of a Rebel, and we're continuing the conversation about entrepreneurship. The previous episode, I talked about how to get started, how to actually decide on a path to take for your business if you don't already have one in place. And now we're going to take it a step further, and we're going to talk about documentation. So number one, you do not need an LLC right away. I know people are going to tell you, go ahead and get your paperwork together. But to be honest, if you're not making enough income, it is not going to be worth it. You have to make more than a certain amount for it to even be viable for you. So I do encourage you to look that up and see at what point should you actually get the LLC. With that in mind, you can go ahead and start making your business side hustle money now before you get the paperwork in position. Now, in some businesses, I do believe that you should get the LLC because if your business involves something where you might be liable for something, you might want to get the protection of the LLC. So, like I said, be mindful with your specific industry. If you're involved with childcare, for example, you you might want an LLC for protection um, because if the kid gets hurt, you know, does it fall on you? What's the deal with that? I don't know. You're doing something where you're doing mechanic work. Maybe you want an LLC, you know, maybe, right? But a lot of the businesses that people start don't really need an LLC right away. You really should wait until it's more viable um, because you have to go through the process and the documentation. So you want to make sure it's actually something you're going to want to stick with because you might try a few things out before you find the one that really fits your lifestyle. But you do definitely want to do other forms of documentation. You want to keep a track record of your payments and your expenses because it's the way that you're going to truly monitor your business's progress for number one. And number two, when it is time to file the income for taxes, you'll have all the records ready. So I do advise you, if you can, to use a payment system that is digital so that it can save a record of who paid you and when they paid you. I know that a lot of people like using Venmo. Um, I prefer using PayPal. Some people use Zelle. Uh, Some of these apps are not as good for business purposes as they are for personal exchanges. So for example, if somebody wants to send you a gift and they send it through Zelle, great, wonderful, perfectly fine. However, there's better record keeping with a platform like Stripe or PayPal because that's why businesses use these two because they do keep accurate accurate documentation. It is harder to follow documentation purposes on other things like Venmo and Zelle. And I can hear some people saying, yeah, but it works for me. Okay, here's the thing, I'm about growth. And one thing that I know is until Venmo steps up their game and provides documentation in the same way that Stripe and PayPal do, I'm not gonna advocate for the use of that app for people who are trying to grow financially because Whenever you want to get more capital, when you want to get more investment, you need to have documentation that shows that your business is viable. I've had people come up to me and say, I don't know why I got turned down for this business loan with this bank. Clearly, I'm making money, blah, blah, blah. I was like, that's cool that you know that you're making money. But where's the paper? Where's the receipts? See, you got to show it. You got to show the evidence. You can't, like, let me tell you this. If somebody came up to you and said, yo, um, give me $500. Um, I'm going to bring you back, you know, I'm going to make $3,000 on it. And I'm going to pay you back the $5,000 plus some interest. Okay, well, how do I know you're going to do that? Like, if if you okay with that, if you okay with giving somebody some money and 
you ain't got no evidence that they can actually make it viable that's cute that's if you want to have losses you go ahead and do that i'm not doing that i'm gonna have questions like hold on okay so if i give you 500 dollars, explain to me exactly what you're gonna do that's gonna acquire some profit for me and for you you gotta you gotta show it okay somebody gonna say well i'm gonna do such and such with it okay have you done something like that before how much money did you utilize in that previous step that you took See, these are the questions that a bank asks. So typically, if you get told no for a business loan, this is usually the reason. You didn't have enough evidence and you didn't have enough experience. You have to prove that you have already done something that proves that you're capable. Somebody said, well, the bank will lend you money if you don't need it. Not really the case. You don't have to necessarily prove to them you don't need it. You have to prove to them that you've already been successful with the amount of capital and resources you already have. Like, if you can't be successful with the limited resources that you had, why would they give you more? Okay? So that's why I say documentation. Document all of your payments and all of your expenses and make sure that you're keeping a track that shows that this business is actually viable. Not just for the banks, not just for the taxes, but also for yourself. Because... There's some, there's a few people who have done this before. They started a business, they ended up spending more than they were actually taking in, and they ended up losing a lot. Now, if you're documenting the payments and expenses, you'll notice it before it becomes a problem, and you'll know to exit at the right time. So, that's why documentation is very important. You got three reasons right there. All right, so we've got the documentation for um, your financials, um, you also want to document um, what works and what doesn't work. So pay attention to um, your customers, um, your digital analytics. And if you don't know how to do that part, um, let me know. I do provide a service that relates to um, assessing marketing analytics. And I, I have a marketing firm and I can actually help you with the marketing portion of your business. Um, but you definitely want to monitor your analytics um, digitally. You want to monitor um, your profit margins, your customer responses. Um, what are customers more interested in? And should you maybe shift your, your focus? Because remember, the business is not about you. The business is about your customers. What do they want? How do they want to be provided the service or the product? Um, do they want something changed? You got to pay attention to your market because your business is going to be dependent upon your market and where it goes. So that's another thing that you can document. Um, so keep these, keep these records on hand as you're doing your business. So at the beginning phase, going back to the beginning, because the information I just gave is for any business at any point that they exist. You need to be documenting these things, your financials, your marketing, and your product responses from your customers. You need to be monitoring these things, no matter how deep you are into your business. So the next thing is really for beginners. And anybody who already has a business is probably going to start nodding and saying, yep, you need to do your market and competitor research before you begin as well. So there's a young woman that I'm advising on um, her business. And one of the things I told her, she um, she actually does braids. So she um, she braids people's hair. She puts in fake braids. She braids their own hair. Um, and I was advising her to 
pay attention to um, what her competition is doing. How much are your competitors charging people? Okay. Um, how many customers do you have now? What is your market share? How many customers do you think your competitors have? It's very, very important to decide upon what is your current market share compared to your competitors? And what is your goal market share? Because that was another thing I asked her. How many clients, as a 16-year-old, how many clients do you think you could manage with your school and after-school schedule? And so she gave me a number. She said nine or ten would be her goal. I said, okay, so that's your target. That's your market um, target. Right now you're not meeting that, but that means that that's a great target. It's something that's attainable. I loved how intuitive she was. She didn't try to say she wanted to get 20. She was like, no, 10, 10 will work. Cause right now she's getting three to five a week and she really wanted to kind of double that number. Great goal to have in mind. So she set that up and then I asked her to look at, like I said, her competitors. How much of the market are they servicing? And how much are they charging? And also, how do you compare to their quality of service? If you are trying to compete against someone whose quality is better than yours, then you'll have to lower your prices. On the other hand, if your quality is better than theirs, you can get away with charging more. People will pay for a better experience and for better quality. Never get it twisted. People will pay, especially for the better experience. So I also gave her some coaching on how she could um, make her experience more interesting for the clients that she tends to have. Because uh, she told me the age group and um, you know other information about them. And I said, okay, these are some things to think about. Make the experience memorable for them. Make it something that they want to talk about so that then they promote for you. And they're also more inclined to come back and they're more inclined to pay more. So giving her these, this feedback, that's really like what you need to do. Do, before you get started, look at your competition. What do they charge? How do they compare to you? Uh, what is your current market share? If it's zero, it's zero, okay? Especially when you're just getting started. And what is your target market share? Your first target, because you're gonna do additional targets later. And that's the kind of initial documentation that you need to be doing. So there you go, in short, that is the documentation that businesses should do. Uh, I gave you the info that you need to be documenting up front, and I gave you information on what you should be documenting long term. Now, there's definitely more details within that, and we can definitely talk more uh, directly about your specific business. Um, but I, you know, there's lots of information to research. Uh, consultations do chart do cost because once again, it is part of my time, and consultations require me to speak with you directly and to help you build up your business which I don't mind doing. Absolutely don't mind doing that. Um, also, um, one last thing I'm gonna go back to is really be mindful of what products you're using in your business. Uh, make sure that they meet the standards that they need to meet. That's another thing that you can document is the products and services, the applications, the programs um, that you're using. Do they really facilitate your business? Are they proper for your business? Uh, when I think about things like, um, like I mentioned the financials, right? Um, there's a reason why certain platforms are more desirable, like Stripe and PayPal, um, TurboTax, Quicken. The reason why these platforms are so popular among business owners is because they have privacy security. Um, so a lot of you guys are gonna be handling uh, information 
from clients that they might not want to share with the public, really be mindful. Make sure that you're properly servicing your clients. Oh, another thing before I go, contracts, but I'm going to do a separate episode on that. Um, getting contracts in place. Definitely come back. That'll be the next episode. That would be a great one. That also ties into documentation. Uh, so come back to talk about contracts specifically. Um, so once again, as always, this is Word of a Rebel, and I'm here for empowerment. Be sure to hit me up on Instagram, YouTube, TikTok, or Twitter at Word of a Rebel. You can also find me at wordofarebel.com. And once again, I do provide marketing services. So if you're in need of marketing services, let's talk about what your specific needs are. And I'll present to you a plan and you can decide if you want to work with me or not. Talk to you guys soon. Peace.